Hey there, it's Clay with modernlove.life. And in this video, we're gonna be talking about why your ex keeps saying no. Uh, every time you talk about the future, the relationship, even just you know talking, meeting up, something like that. What's going on here? Why do they keep doing this? And more importantly, what can you do about all of this? So the first thing, to know is that uh, your ex is, say, is saying a lot of this because they have to see you as someone worth breaking up with. Um, we've talked about this in one of the recent videos from a day or two ago. When your ex breaks up with you, they start to play this game, what we call the law of consistency. That is to say, they start behaving consistently with previous actions that they have taken. So if they went and broke up with you, they need to justify that action through their current behavior. That's to say, they need to tell themselves a story that you were worth breaking up with. So oftentimes they'll tell themselves a story about why you were someone that they needed to break up with. Um, and so many times, you know, they will twist, stretch, alter the truth in order to create this narrative that, okay, yeah, I had no choice but to break up with you. You know, maybe you, maybe you told a white lie once and they start claiming that you are someone that can never be trusted, you always lie, uh, things like that. This can happen because they're trying to cling to this idea that they made the right choice. That is to say, they have to create this version of you that you may have heard me talk about in other videos that is worth breaking up with. Um, and what we want to show them is that you are not that version, but you are this other person that is actually a real human being that is a perfectly normal person that is probably worth being in a relationship with. Um, you know, this, this version of you that's this bad version of you probably never hits the thumbs up button for these videos. And this great version of you probably hits the thumbs up button all the time because uh, you want to help out and support your dear friend Clay here um, with his YouTube channel by sending a message to the YouTube algorithm. But yeah, uh, what we want to do here is we want to make sure that we are not feeding this this negative version, and that we're actually stepping into and um, becoming this positive version, this version of us that's not worth breaking up with. Because the more your ex sees you as this this uh, this totally reasonable version of yourself, um, they're going to uh, weaken this this grasp on the negative version of you that's worth breaking up with. And they're going to say like, okay, yeah. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe maybe you're not this like you know self-absorbed person that just lies all the time. Maybe you're actually like a totally decent person. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you know deep down they're gonna know if they're stretching or twisting the truth, and so um, they're gonna start to let go of that as they see more of um, a, a balanced version of you, the, the the kind of version of you that hits the thumbs up button for the YouTube algorithm on my videos. Another reason why your ex constantly says no to you is because of pride. And many times they feel painted into a corner. You know, again, we have this law of consistency. So, um, you know, they feel pride. They, 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 they don't believe that it's okay for them to admit a mistake, that they were wrong about something, that they can change their mind. You know, many times, for better or worse, we have this belief that this is a sign of weakness, that you always have to, you know, if you make a choice about something, you always have to follow through with it. Uh, and never, ever, ever change your mind or revise anything. I, obviously, this is not a healthy way to view the world, life, especially not relationships, because obviously if you are going to be in a relationship with someone, you probably will need to change your mind about something, admit that you were wrong about something, or uh, admit that you made a mistake about something at some point. Uh, so we want to start to build this culture, this agreement, this understanding that it's okay to make mistakes, it's okay to change your mind, it's okay to not have all the answers. And so, you know, what we want to do is we want to build golden bridges. It's, it's, it's a technique that we talk about inside of our course called Effortless Connection, by the way. 
You can find that down in the description box below the video. It's also over at modernlove.life slash EC. It's modernlove.life slash E as in effortless and C as in connection. That's something that they may be experiencing as well too that's causing them to say no. And um, what we want to do is we want to offer them this lifeline, this golden bridge that allows them to come back in a way that allows them to save face, avoid embarrassment. Um, if they do need to admit that maybe they were wrong, maybe they changed their mind, maybe they didn't have all the answers and all that sort of stuff. And really the main reason, the main reason why your ex is saying no to you uh, when it comes to meeting up, talking, getting back together, any of this other stuff is because there's just too much pressure. There's too much pressure. You know, the two of you are accustomed to seeing yourselves through a romantic lens. That is to say, you see them in a romantic lens. You see them as this, you know, great, wonderful, attractive person. They see you through a romantic lens. They see you as someone that they used to be in a relationship with, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their ex-boyfriend, their ex-girlfriend, whatever. And so um, whenever the two of you are interacting, there's always this sort of like unspoken like romantic thing going on between the two of you. And this can be great. A lot of times people think it's wonderful because it means, hey, I'm not in the friend zone. Again, we've talked about this many times. You don't need to worry about the friend zone. But it can also lead to a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure that makes them say like, hey, why are we texting? Why are we talking? Why are we meeting up? Why, why, why should we be talking? Why do you contact me? Why should I contact you? Are, do you think there's something going on between us? Is there something going on between us? If I'm curious about you and I contact you, does that mean that I'm sending the wrong message? How do I feel about you? I don't know how I feel about you. Am I a bad person if I'm contacting you because maybe I'm sending you a mixed message? Maybe, I, maybe I'm stringing you along. Am I stringing you along? If I am stringing you along, does that make me a bad person? What if I don't even know what I want? And obviously, if they keep asking themselves these questions, they're going to get really confused. They're going to feel a lot of pressure and they're going to start doing what a lot of people do when they feel a lot of pressure and when they feel confused, which is to stand still and not move, do absolutely nothing different from what they're doing right now. Uh, because people do believe that, uh, you know, for better or worse, uh, I, I, I don't believe it's true, but people believe that if I just stand still, if I just don't make a choice, then um, I will be able to keep my options open. Obviously, that's not true. I think it was Tim Ferriss in the four hour work week opened a chapter or something but with, a, with a quote that says, you know, many a false step was made by standing still. And that's definitely true, right? But we often believe that if we just stand still, we're gonna be able to keep our options open to us. And so what we want to do is, um, you know, decrease that pressure so that they don't feel this sort of paralysis when it comes to interacting with us. And so um, if we can just decrease that pressure so that they don't see us through too much of a romantic lens to give themselves permission to interact with us. So there's a couple ways you can do this. Obviously, if you stop putting pressure on them, that's going to help. You know, the begging, the pleading, the asking them to get back together, the, the you know, trying to, you know, avoid the friend zone by being like overly, like, you know, physical, if you know what I mean. Be careful with my words here, because if I talk about this overtly, I, I, you know, we get we get sort of sandbagged with the algorithm here, um, because you know the, the, it comes across as adult content. But anyway, hit the thumbs up button; it does help us out. Um, but yeah, uh, what we want to do is we want to drop the pressure by letting them know that, like, hey, let's just not force anything that's not there. I know we have our own history, and I know it can be confusing, but let's just let's just not force anything that's not there, and let's just enjoy spending time together, and let's just be friends for the time being. Is that something that we can agree to? And that can be really super helpful. These are some reasons why your ex says no, and these are some things that can help them to actually start saying yes 
If you want to learn more about communication with your ex, well, first of all, hit the thumbs up button. But um, if you want to learn more about communication with your ex or with your partner in general, uh, please just check out our course called Effortless Connection. It's over at modernlove.life slash EC. Uh, you can find a link for that down in the description box below. But once again, my name is Clay. Please take care. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to you next time.